You're now listening to the Wandering Buffalo podcast with your hosts, Andrew Chang and Justin Godwin. Hello, welcome into another episode of the Wandering Buffalo podcast, a show here on the Buffalo Fan Base Network. My name is Andrew Chang, alongside me is my co-host, Justin Goddard. Guys, we got to talk about the NFL Draft. It is literally right around the corner. This episode is dropping on Monday, so Thursday is the first day, I believe, and we we would definitely be remiss if we didn't bring in the right a writer and draft analyst for the Buffalo Fan Base Network, the originators of Bills Mafia, our guy, the number one statistician that I know, <laughs> Dean Kindig. How are you doing, man? Doing good. A lot of gardening today. We had uh, seventy-five degree weather, and um, it—it's like I don't care if it snows tomorrow. I've got you know I've I got a lot done today, and the the yard looks neat enough. Because it's mm. going to be in disrepair for the rest of the week. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to be on that level. I, I literally just had to clean up my mom's entire yard, and it, it was not fun. So I got more to do tomorrow. <laughs> so we got our guy Dean on here because we're going to do a little bit of a mock draft. And we we don't know who Brandon how Brandon Bean operates. We can make assumptions. We can take guesses and i don't want to speak for you dean because you have put together quite the big board if if that's even an accurate description of this document but i'll let you take it away here well how would you describe this document that we're about to share with the the viewers so it what i did is and i should say that i i get a lot of information from from Twitter, uh, and the information is which scouts went where, to whose game, and then and then from there I'm looking at who was in the game, who did well in the game, who scored, you know, who who got a lot of pressures in that game, and have made notes on all of that. This is my hobby. This is an all-consuming hobby. I don't have to go to work. Um, I was a I was a uh, uh, learning disabilities teacher for 44 mm. years. This is this is my work now, um, and it keeps me out of trouble. And mm. it's, it's something that everybody should have some purpose, so that you can get up in the morning and go, Ah, I know what I'm going to do today. So, mm. um, I. It might be about an 1,100 player um, spreadsheet of all of the players that could be draft uh, draftable, mm-hmm. and um, I've I've analyzed what what uh, Bill's contact for each one of them is, and that's what you'll see. Um, the color coding is <laughs> it might be too much, and it'll look like Walt Disney threw up. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 there's a lot of a lot of color but i'll try to walk you through that absolutely and for those of you listening we'll obviously just you know try to best describe it as we go but like like dean mentioned he uh, he did a really good job of going through what available information 
there was for each player that was related to the Buffalo Bills and watched countless interviews of these individuals. And you said there's roughly 1,100 people. Yeah, so he did that for each person. So this right. isn't like some, you know, copy-pasted document. This this took time, effort, and I I I am this this is 100% got my seal of approval. It is well done, Dean. Well, thank so. you. Thank you. Well, I hope to have some fun with it and um information explosion, get ready. All right. So, let's start up this mock draft. Can uh both of you see my screen? Yes. Yes, All sir. right, so we're using the draft, uh, the draft network mock draft machine. We're doing seven rounds. We pick the bills. We're doing the predictive board, and we're gonna start this thing off. All right, I'm gonna try to scroll this thing down a little bit. We're seeing some big names off the board: Kyle Hamilton, Derek Stingley, Drake London went early. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Jamison William off the board, Zion Johnson went off the board, and it looks like the Bills are up. So, according to the Draft Network, the Bills' biggest needs, as of right now, are cornerback, wide receiver, running back, interior offensive line, offensive tackle, tight end, interior defensive line, safety, linebacker, edge, and the fabled quarterback. So so worst case scenario, you have the quarterback uh, up there first, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, well, we, that, yeah, I think we just pick him, right? That could be that could be really great great news because I'll bet that some of the play, um, teams um, behind us would like a quarterback. Oh and that would be that would be probably one of the easiest things to uh, look at is what um what team did not get the quarterback mm. that, that needs a quarterback so right um maybe you of, look like a team team like detroit maybe they move up from 32 to 25 since that that guy's available maybe they view kenny pickett or someone valuable in that position that that would be that would be great. What one of the things that is helpful to know is that who um, who has the most picks and the least number of picks. Uh, teams teams with um, the least number of picks um, are Carolina, and if they didn't take Malik Willis, they're they're going to need a quarterback. Um, Pittsburgh has seven picks, and they need a quarterback. Um, and would likely be the ones that would mo most likely pick a quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, other other people that might move up for other reasons. Um, I noticed that Devin Lloyd is second there. That that's going to be a tough sell to anybody except Dallas. If Dallas didn't pick them, then yeah, um, they're uh, they have enough picks to move around. I, so it's very possible that we could um, arrange a, a trade with um, right with them. Unfortunately, I don't pay for the premium draft network <laughs> machine, so we don't even have the ability for to to field trades. All so right, I, 
So, so unfortunately, just, we're stuck here. Yeah. I, I do like that. I like. That I this really is do a, like that line of thinking, though. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that this is a situation that came up off the top of this um, because I'm seeing a ton of people talking about let's trade up and go get this guy, all that. It's really difficult to move up Ooh. in the first round, and I think it's much more likely that we see at pick 25 the Bills trade down and gather some extra assets and be able to move back up in the second, third, fourth round. Um, much like we've seen, uh, we saw it with Cody Ford. We saw it with Dawson Knox, some of those smaller move ups. Cause when you're right. talking about moving up in the first round, it's, it's just, it takes a lot to get it done. Okay. And I think the best way for us to tackle this draft is I'm going to have the first pick and then we're going to give it to Dean next. And then Justin Justin can be third, and then we'll just kind of keep rotating. So each of us will do our best Brandon Bean impersonation, and then right. the other two can help support those right. those decisions or dissuade rather. That that's, so, that works. That works. Bean said that he was going to be doing simulations this week. I'm I'm hoping that he uses fan speak, mm-hmm. um, and that he gets the premium version. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Of um, course, he can afford it. Yes, he can, <laughs> he can afford it, and if not, he just goes to hey pegs. I need uh, I need a little extra money for a simulator. Right. Um, the next num- names on that list, uh, I already peaked. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I already I already have a feeling I know where I'm going with this one, but uh, yep, yep. So I'm thinking about cornerback. So let me just filter just cornerbacks. Okay. Yep. So. At the top, we got Kyir Elam, Andrew Booth, Kyler Gordon, and then no offense to these other – oh, well, Tariq Woolen. And then no offense to the other guys on this list. It's just I just don't view them personally as first-round talent. Right, right. So at this point, I'm going to go over to Dean's Excel sheet. I'm going to filter out just cornerbacks here. Let's see what we got. Yep. So, so, Singley, Gardner, and then Booth, you have ranked 13th. And this is this is what I really, really like about it, is that you have a Bills contact. Yeah. Brandon Bean. Well, I'll let you kind of explain what, yeah. what, I'm, what, 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 what this line here says about Andrew Booth and how the Bills contacted him. So, all of the ones, all of the ones that are in – green right now are probably prime suspects and the light blue are the secondary suspects. Mm. Um, Bean went to one game, two scouts, uh, there were two other scouted games. They made a, uh, they went to his pro pro day and they saw him at the combine Mm -hmm. and he's in for a 30 visit. His interview is in the top tier. And mm-hmm. I just have, you know, like A++, A++, mm-hmm. A+, and A. There are a couple of Bs, but not not in your first round. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other thing to know is that um, virtually half of the drafted players have been in from the ACC. Mm-hmm. So if you had to make a distinction there, that would be the distinction. Um, Kyra Elam, as you notice down there, is in the third tier of interviews. Doesn't yeah. have quite quite the interview, 
And he's and, 40 on the big board, right? Yeah. So so he's 40 on, on the Buffalo fan base big board right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm heartily recommending you go with Andrew Booth here because it would be what uh, Bean would do. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in the first round, if these were the choices. Yeah. And then you look at a guy like Tariq Woolen from UTSA. No Brandon Bean. Combine, they were there. Pro Day there. Really good interview, but Brandon Bean's not even on the board with this guy. Yeah. So So he's he didn't he didn't go to a game. Yeah. And that's that's a that's usually a sign. There there were a couple uh, up there. If you noticed, um, Derek Stingley, um, Bean, Shane, both went to the game, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm forgetting who Brady was. That'd be Joe Brady. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is his um, relationship? QB's um, coach. I, I think that I think that um, yeah he that he had a connection with with the. Um, Bills, yeah. and I'm not sure which. Oh, from his LSU Joe? days. Is it Joe Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's, so there's, there might be another that might be another consideration if he had gone up to get somebody. Right. Uh, it could it could be uh, him and Ahmad Gardner? Um, you notice they, Bean or Shane did not go there. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey. I think personally, for me, and Justin, I don't know if you can dissuade me in this particular area, but I'm really gravitating towards Andrew Booth. The only other prospect that kind of draws my attention is Kenyon Green, and we can just look at him real quick, but I I am really liking the value of a guy like Andrew Booth. Well, as you start looking at Kenny and Green here, I'll just kind of say my piece on Andrew Booth. Uh, I'll say the last five, six mock drafts I've done, um, I've had Andrew Booth falling to me, and I try to switch it up and see kind of different scenarios and how things play out for me. Mm-hmm. I When he pops up on, on my mock draft, I, I can't say no to Andrew Booth. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing I would really say to counter you is some of those other guys you mentioned um in particular um Tariq Woolen if we Mm -hmm. were to you know hypothetically trade out of the first round and take our chances on securing him in the second round I think he and we saw in the spreadsheet that Bean hadn't gone to any of his games he feels like a a Brandon Bean pick to me um the the swinging posi- for the fences. Yeah, the converted position, the having the traits. Um, it's kind of like the high risk, high reward. Yeah. Um, it might take a couple of years for him to really pan out, but that as far as if we're staying here round one, I'm not I'm not gonna give you an argument away from Andrew Booth. Andrew Booth it is. All right. Moving the argument, on. as you're as as you're clicking down to the next one, I will say that um it seems that Cromer's archetypal um, offensive lineman would not would not be in the three hundred and twenty five pound range. Some athletic, uh, more athletic. 
I would think that they would have gone with the Zion, the Zion Johnson. Um, and then later we'll see some other ones that, that um, where they match the height and weight mm-hmm. of the archetype that uh, Cromer seems to like. Um, Sean Ryan is a good example. Uh, Lasita Smith is a good example. And um, uh, even, even, even somebody like uh, Cam Jurgens would be, you know, right. an offensive lineman that, that they might like. What do you think right. about Dylan Parham sitting there in the second? Well, wait, hold oh. on, hold on. We yeah. gotta this. I, I forgot who who's Brandon being in this. This one's gonna be Dean. All right, Dean. You okay. you. This is your turn to take the wheel. Let me know what you want me to do, and we will we will best accommodate you. Okay. So so we know we know that the um the range of um the ones that I just mentioned. Uh, run from 55 to 105, and um, and then Thier Munford and Lasita Smith will probably be that 130 pick, which is our uh, fourth pick. So we're either doing it now or we're doing it we're doing it in uh, the fourth round. Mm-hmm. So we can we can decide that way. Are these are these the top uh, players on the board? Yes, I can filter by position if that could help you. But right now, looks like the top player on the board is Sam Howell. We're probably not going to do that. Travis Jones, mm-hmm. Matt Corral, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, let's see here. Dylan Parham, as Justin just mentioned. Logan Hall, David Bell, John Menchie, Josh Pascal, Isaiah Likely. And then, well... You can read. Oh, and then Calvin Austin at seventy-three. Right. But. Right. Well, he's going to he's going to go according to his board, and that's that's what I'm trying to uh, channel here. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you should know about Travis Jones: they sent a single scout and never went back. Um, mm. He's he's top three in pressures per game, um, but. The value for that position is either um, fourth round Neil Farrell or DJ Davidson. Um, if, if in fact Jordan Davis and Fedarian Mathis are gone, so that would be your yeah. that would be the um, defensive line situation there. Two um, X being there meant that uh, two um, Bean went to two different games that that becomes pretty important. Um, that was, that was Phil Mathis and it was, uh, Haskell Garrett, which would be that one thirty pick again. If you, if you wanted to save, you know, save up, um, that would be the, that would be a good one. Um, the, um, the other two that, that they made connections with, um, further down the line, if you think about it, um, People that could do the the one tech would be like Otito Agbenia, a UCLA guy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a scout there. We don't know if it was Bean or not. And then they they circled back uh, at the combine. Um, great interview, and he and he comes from from a winning team. He's not. He's he's more of the gap plugging type, whereas. Uh, um, some others that are on there, like Eric Johnson from Missouri State, um, 
he he actually could be the the one tech. I guess what I'm trying to say here is we can wait until the fourth round if if we want to uh, wait until the fourth round and mm -hmm. see if Farrell Davidson um, or uh, Agmania is there. Um, but it'd be sure nice to right now to look at at what um, what playmakers because because by the way that's what sells tickets you know wide receivers running backs mm -hmm. you know it guards are so, great but uh <laughs> they may not be may not be the one that you choose now we're in the same situation here we've got two quarterbacks on there and you know that bean would be fielding calls if if one of the uh teams that needs a court quarterback yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have the. Yep. In this instance, we don't well, have the. Well, scroll down. Scroll down. We're going to see who the bet first player is. The oh, Isaiah Spiller. Um, Demarvin Leal and uh, Dylan Parham. I, I'll tell you. Um. Here's here's my thinking on running back versus, uh, line, that. I think that Parham gets you more with one of the later running backs than the other way around. The other way around would be to take, would be to take your guard at, at uh, fourth round and then, and then take Spiller here. Mm -hmm. I, I was so impressed that he was helping um, at the airport with the luggage uh, carousel. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm trying to operate with my brain and not my heart. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Bean's doing the same thing. <laughs> I will right. say uh, Dylan Parham was sticking out to me here and that kind of what you were just saying um, not to say running backs are a dime a dozen I, I'm, you hear that all the time I don't really agree with that but having an improved offensive line in front of a guy like Singletary in front of a guy that we might take later in the definitely draft definitely helps out a running I think back. that helps yeah okay this is very important very, very important. There are two Dylan Parhams in the draft. So if we just write down Dylan Parham, we might get the tight end instead of the. Uh, the this one, this the one's guard. the one from Memphis. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> just, just wanted to make that point. Um, I did not know that he, he played out of position in 2020 uh, as uh, an offensive tackle. He slid mm. back to guard this year, and he's also can play um, center. I'd start him out at right guard and. And that's pretty much a, a good idea because um, we don't really know where Saffold is going to play, but but right. um, he he has played many positions, and and Bates would be a perfect uh, one year instructor right. for him. So all right, arm it is. So that being said, Dean, where would you want your pick to go? I think. I think he said Parham. I'm going Parham. It is. All right. I just wanted yeah. to confirm because yeah, Leo Chanel is tempting, um, but I I think that I know some linebackers later on that 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 can that can help us out. All right, Justin, 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 you are on the board. Isaiah Spiller is off the board at sixty-eight. I was, I was hoping Cam Taylor Britt was going to make it. I was about to double dip on cornerback. Mm. Oh. We'd be moving away from being predictive, taking uh, two cornerbacks in the top three rounds. But uh, right. as pick eighty nine here approaches, Justin, 
What do you do? Okay, so I'm in a position here where I think wide receiver and running back, they're left as the two biggest team needs. Um, I'm not sure that the talent is going to match up at this point. Um, yeah, there's there's not really any receivers that intrigue me too much there. I, I like Romeo Dubs. Let me, can I see the running backs, please? Yeah. Let's see here. All right. We got Jerome Ford, Jerome Early, McCormick, Davis Price. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize I was all the way down there. Rashad White, James Cook, Tyler oh, those Bailey. are available. Okay. Yep. Okay. Are those the top three right there? Yep. Okay. I, I can tell you a couple of things about who you have there. Um, uh, Rashad White uh, was was scouted three times. He um, In the scouted game, one of the scouted games, he was 13 carries for 96 yards, 7.4 yards per carry, um, had a touchdown. And at the time, he led the NCAA in rushing yards per uh, average with 10 yards per attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so that was 7.4 yards per attempt. Jerry Ann Ely was 11.5 yards per attempt. He had the ball 10 times, got 115 uh, yards, including a 70-yard a scamper and mm-hmm. two touchdowns. Um, he's pretty much Brita, um, 5'9", 190, oh. uh, 432, uh, 40 is, mm-hmm. was his m- max. Um, but at, at the t- combine, he was 4.52, um, right. in the 40, which was disappointing because that's, that's the slowest of all of these except Singletary and Moss. Um, right. and Bean and Hickey went to the old Miss game. Well, try to figure out who that was uh ely chandler and corbin um in the in the uh actual draft uh could also be your kick returner so there's some there's some uh, rashad white's one of my favorite uh, players in the draft and and white and cook are really good at receiving so you you can so so i'll say I'll say I before that information you just gave me, I was already I was leaning Rashad White. Um, I think there's kind of a steeper drop off at running back than we usually see at this juncture. Yeah, and okay. that pass catching ability that he gives me out of the backfield. Um, I I think Singletary is better than a lot of people think, but I'm I'm not fully on board with Zach Moss and. The two of them as receiving running backs, I'm I'm not fully there on. So I'm going to make the pick. It's going to be Rashad White. Yeah, I like that pick there. According yeah. to this big board, he's at 70. We're at pick 89. As Dean mentioned, there's a scout, 3X, combine, senior bowl, <laughs> pro bowl. The Bills, the Bills, he's on the Bills' radar. They've been keeping an show. eye on him. For sure. <laughs> And and keep in mind they went to Arizona State and the highest player on the board from Arizona State is Rashad White. That's usually mm. a good sign, also. How do you like his pass catching ability? 
Um, awesome. He's at 10.6 yards per catch. Um, and da Damian Pierce is the only one, other one that I would even put in the same ballpark mm -hmm. as far as that kind of that kind of player. They have they have almost exactly the same um, running mm -hmm. uh, um, production at 5.8 yards against AP ranked teams. You know what I also like about us picking the running back in the third is that Brandon Bean historically picks a running back in the <laughs> third. So it just, you know, part of me was just like, oh, yeah, this guy's definitely sticking out the board. But, like, Brandon Bean usually does that. So <laughs> and, and maybe it's coincidence. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So it's my pick here. Pick 130. I'm Brandon Bean. And we got a ooh, we got a Chipotle ad here that I'm gonna get out of. Sorry about that. Okay. Let's see. According to this, our biggest needs are wide receiver, wide receiver. Sorry, offensive tackle, tight end, interior defensive line, safety, linebacker, edge, quarterback. And I I gotta say I am. I am okay. looking real hard. A tight end does kind of stick out to me, but I'm not really liking what I'm seeing according to this big board. Uh, let's, what, let's what are the tight some. ends that are available here? Tight ends available. We have Jake Ferguson, a name that I will not try to pronounce. Jig. Just call him Jig Okonkwo. Yeah. Jake Okwanko and Daniel Belling Bellinger. Bellinger, um, yeah. Yeah. So let's move. I I don't feel good in that area. We got our interior offensive line. We got the cornerback. We got the running back. Let's see what we got for wide receiver. Good plan. Oof. Nothing. I thought about Romeo in the third. All right, yeah. so if you want to take the you want to take the um, mm. if you want to take the field and stretch it lengthwise, you want Bo Melton. Let's see here. I'm I'm using this is this is why I'm using Dean's board because when I'm lost, <laughs> this is gonna help me. Yeah. So let's let's look at the available wide receivers because I really do think that with this Bills offense, it is wide receiver centric. We got to keep those wide receivers fresh for our guy Josh. So we're looking for Justin Ross, Romeo Dubs. Let's see those guys. Those are the two biggest guys on the board. Yeah. I might I might have passed them, perhaps. So so. Dubs, Dubs, I have further down, but I could have them further up. Um, I have them down at three thirty. Um, couple of reasons: one, not a great interview. He plays in an air raid scheme. The Bills never went to any of his games. Mm -hmm. He's from the Mountain West. We've never drafted from the Mountain West except for Tanner Vallejo. Yeah. Um, and and his disappointing uh, four five two time. I was mm. expecting him to be the speed burner with some size um and that neither came true okay what about justin ross what can you tell me about him <laughs> justin justin ross um say my, my friend moose loves um any michigan player uh, okay. and 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 usually gets very excited about 
about them. Um, Bean went to his games. Two two um, two games were scouted uh, at Clemson. Um, they went to the pro day. He's got he's got size. He's from the ACC. The only thing not going for him was was the uh, forty time. Um, mm-hmm. I I can't seem to find him on your on your board. I might be. Yeah, I got him. Oh, I got here him it down is. At twenty. But... One eighteen. Yep. Justin Ross, Clemson, Bean, two time, two axes, pro day. Oh yeah, look at that. Huh. So, so that's not a that's not a a cross off. Um, keep in mind, you can get you can get a um, somebody that's considered a burner even in uh, preferred free agency this year. True. And what what was this? a four six? What did Gabriel Davis run? So so my comp my comp for. Uh, for Justin Davis is um, Isaiah Hodgins. And mm. <laughs> um, the other thing that I don't like about Ross is that he has the fourth worst yards after catch. And we've been talking about, or at least Bean has been talking about, um, he calls it rack, you know, or rack or something. It doesn't make sense, but yards after reception. Right. Um, so, I, I I think we could probably do better mm-hmm. that I don't see the Bills taking Ross for that reason. They haven't used Isaiah Hodgins and he's he's more fierce in the end zone. So um hmm. anyway. I, I see Marcus Jones at the top of the board there. I think he'd be kind of I think he's But intriguing. is he is he gonna come in and be better than Dane Jackson? That's like that was a big that was a big thing that Brandon Bean said like our like when he got criticism for not drafting a cornerback earlier in last year's draft like okay if we did pick up a cornerback and he doesn't do better than Levi then we got to ask questions like hey why did this earlier draft pick or fourth fifth whatever draft pick didn't do as good as Levi Wallace. So right. I'm, I'm I'm not trying at, to fall into that kind of trap. I'm I'm looking at Booth to be possibly that guy. I would be looking at Marcus Jones to be you know, we have a team that has pretty much solid players at every position. We have we have solid depth. I would be looking at him to maybe be like a special teams ace that sticks around a while, mm. can handle some return duties. I don't, I don't know really if we're there interest. yet. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to use a fourth for a special teams ace. And when I'm looking at this board, like there was one scout there, and that's really it. <laughs> Those that usually mean that they they, you know, that they went to the salad bar, but they didn't spend a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> you know. Forgot the croutons. Yes, right. Let's look at these linebackers. And this is this is the part of the draft that's hard, right? No, I like I like this part. You like this part? Well, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> this is where this is us. when Dean wakes up. Yeah, yeah. this so is this, what really gets him out of bed. This is this is this is it. Yeah. So linebackers. There you go. Yeah, I'm definitely <clears> looking <throat> into there. So we top top ones. Just see Lakita, Demarco Jackson from yeah. Appalachian State, and then the LSU, Damone Clark, I actually have pretty high. Let's see so he's the I... second He's the second ranking player at LSU, and Bean and Shane went to um, 
the LSU games. Damone Clark, there he is. You have him at 73. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Bean, Shone, and Brady there. So I, I, I do – I do like that. Everybody says, "Well, you, you know, four or five linebacker." Okay, Chanel would be Chanel would be the one that uh, went earlier, and Troy Anderson of Montana State. Uh, disclaimer: That's my son's um, uh, alma mater. Um, is they run a four-two-five, and uh, JoJo Doman. They also run a four-two-five. Guy, I like. Um, the most was one that was not scouted by right uh, by the um bills and uh, mm. that was malcolm rodriguez um i think i know what i'm gonna do guys yeah and i think i'm gonna i think i'm actually gonna take clark here okay which according to this i'd be reaching 24 spots but knowing that being shown and brady were there right shown at the time when so, it was with the Bills, and in addition to the fact that the these contracts we see with Jordan Porter, everyone wants to get paid, and that just, if anything, that just shows you that Brandon Bean is doing a really good job of right. getting these players, hitting on draft picks, but unfortunately, we have a salary cap, and not everyone can get paid. Am I basically saying that Tremaine Edmonds is out of the door? No, but I we definitely don't have a backup outside of him and Milano because a guy like AJ Klein was released. We can't rely on, well, the bills could rely on the other guys, but we shouldn't just be so willing to hand them the backup role. We gotta, we gotta make a cauldron of competition. And that's where I'm going with, with that linebacker pick. I like the pick because um, he, he, uh, at the time that he, they went to the game. He was leading the FBS. He mm -hmm. had 79 total tack tackles. He was averaging 11.3 a game. And he's a character guy, um, very loyal. He wasn't he wasn't pointing fingers during the Bo Pelini firing or any of, of that. And um, he was he was backed up behind uh, Devin White. I think he didn't get his his chance. He's right. he, so he's hungry mm -hmm. and he's a character guy. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Dick DeGroat, Bill's dad. Now back to the show. All right, Dean, it is your turn. I am going cool. to show you the overall best players on the big board here from Draft Network. We got D Dominique Robinson, mm -hmm. the Quandre White. White, Haskell and, Garrett, uh, Jerome Ford, Justin Ross, is there a specific position that you'd like me to filter out to better assist you, Mr. Oh, Bean? So so here's here's the thing. If we looked if we looked at wide receivers, tackles, and tight ends, okay. That would be that would be just ducky. All right. <laughs> let's look at wide receivers. Top three, Justin Ross. Eric Oh Ezekana. Who's yep. And uh Jalen Naylor. Thank you, my. I need like hooked on phonics, I guess. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tight ends. Um, so James Mitchell. James Mitchell. Um, we, we need a little, little more information about James Mitchell. All right. Um, so Bean went to Virginia Tech five times. 
he brought in James Mitchell for a 30 visit. Um, yeah, he is, he is one of the fastest, if not the fastest tight end, and he Four, plays for the five. ACC. Wow. So, so there's, there's a couple of good things. One, the other, the other thing is that, um, in, in the game that, that they went to see, he had mm-hmm. four receptions for 103 yards, two touchdowns. Oh my against, god! Against then number eight, North Carolina. Um, so, 31 percent of his targets since 2019 have been gains of 15 plus yards. What What do you want your tight end to do? You want him to be a playmaker, and you want him to be a better than average blocker at this point. That and was my next question. Exactly, How is he yeah. with blocking? Is yeah. he good? So I gave him a B plus in blocking, and um, i I have about I have about eight uh, um, that are better than he. Um, if if we wanted to if we wanted to just filler, I I can do that over here. I'm filtering out all of the the ones that are the best at um, blocking, mm-hmm. um, and then looking at it here with. Uh, we probably we probably were looking at the best blocker and the best interview at Trey McBride, but he would have been he would have been a trade down in the first round, you know, trade out of the first round, get mm-hmm. Detroit's pick, take him. That would be that would be a, a real good scenario. Um, Jelani Woods, Isaiah Likely, Kate Otten. Gone, gone, gone. Yeah, those would be the ones. Those would be the ones that are, have the bit, the good size and speed. Yeah. Um, so, so um, wh- wh- watch for watch for McBride and Woods in the in the draft. It probably would happen <clears throat> day two. Right. And who? So, at one sixty eight, are you going with your guy James Mitchell here? It sound he's sounded pretty enticing from what you, you kind just of sold told me. You sold me on it. Let's do it. I'm, James Mitchell. We're taking James Mitchell because we've got we know we've got a rental in OJ Howard. Right. Um, we can always we can always you know sign up and get uh, OJ Howard for longer if it works out. But that mm-hmm. would be a that would be a good bet. Um, yeah, I I really like that pick too, just because as you just mentioned, OJ Howard is really here to reset his market. Dawson Knox is really going into a contract year after this one. And then Tommy Sweeney is there, but the drop-off, and this is no offense to Tommy Sweeney because this man has had to endure a lot in his time in the NFL, but the drop-off from Knox to O.J. Howard and then to Sweeney is massive. And that's something that you know Brandon Bean is definitely aware of. Yeah. If you're going to use 12 personnel – more that after this year Makes sense yeah you, you need somebody in the hopper and i think that he's he's a good one for the hopper i like that the hopper <laughs> mcbride and jelani woods are probably still in in the hopper uh for mm. me all right justin okay. you are brandon bean it's round six 185 what are you doing okay so so first can you go over to the the my picks there so I can just review where we're at with everything? Oh yeah. So just to recap, twenty five we took Andrew Booth Jr. Fifty seven we took Dylan Parham. Pick eighty nine we took Rashad White. One thirty, 
uh, Clark. Yep. Uh, let's see here. And 168, James Mitchell, tight end. Okay. So I, I love the way this draft is shaking up because we, we're we're filling some some of the like sneaky future needs. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. do me a fil- favor and filter out on position there. Slide me over to punter. I mean, <laughs> y- yeah. Okay, fine. Oh, what I do? Safety on accident. You can't use punt god, and I don't believe he's even here. I don't think he is either. I think he'd probably be sitting right at the top of the board. Because I know for a fact that punter is not a, a need, quote-unquote, for any any team on here. So it's just kind of like if if he's there, he wouldn't be there, if that makes yeah, any sense. You, you know what? That'd be cheating because he's not going to make it to the sixth round yeah. regardless. Look, career, I actually have him at 203 on my board. So I've got him. I've got him in as our, as our six B pick a lot, and um, if we decide not to go for punt God with his fifty one point two career um, kicks, uh, right. you could always get Ryan Stonehouse, Josh Watts, or Ryan Rutt right in free agency and save yourself the draft spot. All right, we're gonna save the draft spot. Um, scroll down that big board for me. There's a guy that was sticking out to me. What position are you thinking? Uh, I Josh Thomas was a guy that's sticking out to me at this point in the draft. Did I pass mm-hmm. him? Um, yes, you did. Oh, oh God. Um, let me have the mouse. This is kind of, again... No, that's a good guess. Yeah, that's, that's somebody at this point in the draft that I think he could kind of be a developmental talent. That's the kind of guy that... You know, saying that we didn't draft Andrew Booth in this draft, um, it, it's the type of guy that I would see being looking at. Um, kind mm-hmm. of the the later in the draft guys, you think about Dane Jackson. Do you um, think if he comes in, he automatically challenges Dane Jackson? Or do you think... I don't eh. think so. I think at this point in the draft, uh, you're in the sixth round. You're not really expecting yeah. a day one starter. This is kind of more quality depth for me at this point um and that's but at the same time you can't just pick. you can't you can't necessarily expect you can't just give dane jackson the starting cornerback role too right you got you got to challenge him a little bit which is why i do like this pick yeah. if this is your pick here and especially considering that the bills contact here scout senior bowl pro day pro bowl day it, it's even better than that and i'm this is the first time I'm dropping this little nugget. Ooh, I, I also oh, track, breaking news. I also, those track, I also track um, where where the Bills plane goes, and he oh was in Nac- he was in Nacogdoches, Texas. Um, this was after the season, and guess where Josh Thompson lives and trains? He, that he, place. That, that there you go. So, where the plane was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So where the plane I was, like, was. I'm not going to try to so, produce that. Um, but you're talking about a talented, serious, productive, learner-type guy who's willing to learn anything. That is a great pick, and I was hoping we would get two. The only other guy I like is Donovan West. So, um, But I won't talk you out of yours. Yeah, I, I, I really do like that pick, Justin, if that's pick. your pick. Great. Yeah, I, I think he could come in. He could 
compete with Dane Jackson. We're talking guys that were drafted in right. in the same round, right? And Dane Jackson's got a this? year under his belt. Yeah, that's that's the pick for me. Justin, I got to say that that might be one of my favorite picks of this draft, right Sneaky. next to the tight end oh. pick. I honestly, Seriously. when you were scrolling through, his name popped out to me, and you weren't really talking to me anywhere else. That was great. <laughs> that was great pick. All right. We're at pick 203 here. Ooh. And I believe it's my turn to be Brandon Bean. All right. And according to this, we need an offensive tackle, interior defensive line, safety, edge, quarterback. Well, we're not. wider And wide receiver, right? Yeah, and wide receiver. So I'm probably not going to filter out too much here. No. But let me see. Let me take a look at this, at these wide receivers. Because I still think that we need guys to push some other guys such as I'm blanking on his name face of the franchise Isaiah McKenzie <laughs> yes McKenzie <laughs> and you know worst case scenario we we get a guy like this and maybe he can be a punt returner special teamers this is where the special teamers I think I goes. I agree with you on on the pushing pushing the wide receiver depth and I think if we don't get one of those top guys falling down to us at 25, yeah, maybe 57, this round six, round seven is where we kind of take a flyer on somebody with, with some traits. Wow. You know what? I really, really like this guy, Mike Hale, uh, Harley, Harley already. Yep. Bean, yep. Diaz, Dorsey, Pro Day, A++++ interview. He's not the smallest guy ever, you know. You know, he, I'm only right. saying that because me and him have comparable height and weight. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he runs a four four three from the ACC. Yep. Who who else? He's, who else? He's Miami there? Hurricanes' all time leading receiver. Uh, he bench presses three sixty five, four twenty five oh squat max, and has a thirty seven inch vertical. Um, so. He he'd be a powerful receiver despite his size. He's got he's got power at the catch point as well as good hands. I think he's faster than four or five. Good hands and 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 very good hands. Wow. So wow. He's would you say now? I'm just hearing everything that you're saying right now. Do right. you think that he might be his ceiling would be like a souped up Isaiah McKenzie at his like if he reaches his max potential? Um, well, he's definitely, he's definitely a slot player. So you're going to, he's mm -hmm. more of a Beasley than he, than he is. Uh, hey, we don't have Beasley. So, yeah. so he's more of a Beasley than, and, um, he's very experienced ACC player. Mm -hmm. Um, his interview is, shows, yeah, he's, he's definitely, uh, bean material there. Right. Um, the only other guy I like this late. Um, as, as far as bean, uh, bean type of material is Javon highly. And I don't know if you can just filter out the wide receivers and see if, if he's available, but, um, I don't Javon think Hi he is. Oh, you know, there, he is. there he is. So he would be, he would be another, another one. Now, Sal Capaccio, he's 
he's friends of their family. So that's mm -hmm. a good one. To, that's a good one to know. I have highly it uh, two. You know what? I think I think I got to use my gut here. Go for I, it. I think I like this Mike Harley guy. Yeah. I like him. And and you picked him. And I picked him. And hopefully, I don't know what his, you know, return ability could be. I don't know if he did something like that in college, but worst case scenario, we have someone to challenge the slot, especially since Oh my god, I for, I'm forgetting his name. We just got him from the Jets. Oh, Crowder. Crowder, he's only here for a one-year deal. McKenzie's only here for two years, but that's not to say like Harley McKenzie's like a a world beater. Like, um, God, I'm sorry. Harley did kick return in 2020, and he had a 21.3 yards per return. That's awesome. And That's awesome. just yeah, just uh, in addition to what my previous thought was, is that. A guy like McKenzie has been benched before, so that's not bad. I, yeah. I, and that's okay, but that that should be noted that McKenzie has been, you know, they they're not afraid to go away from a guy like McKenzie. That's right. And I think that it's good competition again, and I keep coming back to that because I just want this team to be pushed in the best way possible, and the best way to do that, in my personal opinion is to get the most competition at each position group. That being said, we're – oh, go ahead. I, I think what I like about that pick that you just made the most is we still have a guy in Marquez Stevenson in the pipeline oh, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And I, I think those two pushing each other to be maybe like a fringe roster guy, yeah. um, you're going to get the best out of both of them. So I, right. I, like the, I like the thought process behind that pick a lot. Thanks, man. I mean, his name is not Charleston Rambo, though, which is probably the best name in the draft. Right. All right, Dean. It right, is exactly. you. So you... show me show me uh, tackles and interior defensive line because we don't have three hog mollies, and that's my requirement. All right. We have to have three. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, so Andrew, Andrew Stuber would be a, um, a really good pick there. Um, they – they went to five Michigan games. They run like a spread option there. He's he's a big dude, um, and he's not he's not a fast dude. So, okay. but he'd be he'd be he's not one of those Cromer archetype um, guys like some some of the other ones are. Right. Is Cordell Volson um, one of the one of the I believe ones? I saw him go. Okay. Somewhere yeah. around okay. round five, Spe specifically with tackles. So Stuber, so Stuber and um, I think Obina as a. Um, let me look. Nope, they didn't scout him. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it's very possible that they don't do anything at offensive tackle, and they get somebody that has been accessed after the draft. Right. Um, there are there's some there's some good guys later that that fit that Cromer archetype. Um, the, for instance, um, the Alonzo Velasquez, which is um, he's from Wyoming, so so um, 
that's a possibility and and he's sub five second uh speed um so we could get something after the draft is what i'm getting at right um now leon o'neill rings a bell leon Christopher o'neill. allen is 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 from uh alabama and that doesn't hurt mm-hmm. but o'neill what was i thinking oh okay so he 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 runs in a four or five uh texas a&m mm-hmm. jet made a trip to a&m after the after he's a worker um yeah i i'm not i'm not sure why he even went to texas a&m because he got offers from from a lot of other schools hmm. um is um did did um brad hawkins make the cut is he is he further down there let's see Oh, well, Bubba Bolden did. That's that's Bubba Bolden did, him, but I I've don't got see him anyone else. And and uh, Gemmel, if you if you wanted a uh, a linebacker that's outside, no, he did he did inside. Never mind. Hmm. I think we may have to just get BPA here. It's either Christopher Allen. Well, I know where I would go. Kanye Thomas, but. I don't want to sway you too hard. I think we go safety. That's safety out of Texas A&M. And the reason why I'm saying this, and I don't want to sound like a broken record here, is because we don't know what the status is with Jordan Poyer and this whole situation. And not to mention, Micah Hyde is getting up there. But, hey, I mean, uh, Wanye Thomas is... He's um six two two seventeen, and um Big boy. he's the he's the but he's the number one prospect at Georgia Tech, and they and they went to his pro day. Mm. So that maybe they were looking further down. Um, there are other ones that aren't on there. What do you I, think, I, Justin? I would personally co-sign on safety. I I think this is a nice. Safety is a nice position to have for guys mm-hmm. that contribute on special teams as as gunners, as coverage guys. And if you, we're talking a guy that will he even make the roster? We'll see. Yeah. But if they do, the athleticism usually from a from a safety is going going to be able to contribute in in more than one way on special teams. So I like that as as a final pick in the draft, but. This one's and, Dean's. And and here's here's one other thing to think about is that there are there are still eight safeties that will be undrafted or probably will be undrafted that right. that have played in the four two five that the Bills run. Uh so that's a that's a something to think about is that mm-hmm. yeah, they they went to a few pro days. Um uh, players like Elijah Hicks of uh, California, Quantrez Knight, Wanye Thomas. We just saw his name up there, uh, right? And he's the he's the best player at Georgia Tech. So, um, I, my recommendation would either be to 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 hit the safety there or um, get your get try to get one of your gap plugging um, one techs. 
Um, and I don't think they separate them out on. TV. No, they don't. But, um, I, but I can tell you, I can tell you who you'd be looking for if you wanted to go in that direction. It, down at that end would be Marquand McCall, Jonathan Ford. Um, DJ Davidson might be there. Um, and some of them are still top five in pressures yeah. per game. Doesn't look, I, doesn't look like. Yeah. So yeah. for me, it's to, for me, it would either be Bubba Bolden or uh, Wanye Thomas safety. And you guys can break the tie if you want. They've no, got, Leon, no, got no. Wanye listed higher. Um, okay. I'm not as, I'm not as convinced that Justin? it would be Leon O'Neill. Who do you want to break? Uh, Dean has talked me into Wanye Thomas if we're going safety, so I like Wanye that. Wanye Thomas? Is that cool with you, Dean? Go for it. All right. That looks like it wraps up our draft, unless I'm mistaken here and Let's, the Bills are picking again. We did, a, we did a draft we, there. We are not. Oh, God, I just screwed up, and we just lost all that. Yeah, right. Well, that we, we... well, now we're on Dick's Sporting Goods. All but... right. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Technical that is errors. unfortunate. That's cool, though. But That's no, cool, though. Um, I, really, I really think... Yeah, I'll I'll stop sharing screen here because uh, we 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 got our picks here. Well, and, thanks. That's good. That was yeah. a good that was a good experience because you know that Bean and his henchmen are doing exactly that this week. Yeah, you're re- releasing this on Monday. I bet you they will cover every eventuality between now and Thursday night. Right. So that it all becomes like a piece of cake. You know, the hard work is being done now. Mm-hmm. I think what we, what I really like about this draft, and uh, let's just talk really quick about what we like, and then we'll kind of what we didn't like, and then we'll wrap up here. What I like about this draft is that we answered a lot of depth questions. Personally, I think we pushed a lot in terms of our depth to get the most out of our players, and we got that high-drafted cornerback that I know a lot of Bills Mafia is pounding the table for, and I think we got a real good one with Andrew Booth in our first pick. What One thing that I didn't like about this draft was I ideally wanted to take a really nice wide receiver, maybe in the second or the third, but, you know, it didn't really... The ball didn't bounce our way, and you know what we're gonna do here is, I'll have we'll have Jake, our our producer, post up our picks here since I I goofed the ball up and we weren't able to. You're gonna you make know. him watch the whole thing. Yeah, we'll make him watch the whole thing. So then he he'll be just in tune as you. But yeah, so one one thing. So anyways, one thing I liked pushing the depth. The thing I didn't like was probably the fact that we didn't get a wide receiver earlier. But, you know, I'm very, very satisfied with this draft, and we answered a lot of questions. Justin? I, I agree with you pretty much 100%. I, I've i been doing a lot of mock drafts, and I've kind of fallen in love with the idea of getting, like, a really flashy wide receiver rounds one or two. Um, it's a fun, sexy pick. Uh, but the way the way the board was shaking out, it wasn't really there. I do like that we had the double dip on the cornerback position. Um, 
kind of one that could be an instant impact starter and one that could kind of push the depth in and be a reliable uh, depth piece and kind of maybe move into a starting role going forward. Uh, and then picking up a nice running back in the third round to it kind of sticks with with the bean draft philosophy of running backs in the third. Uh, again, pushing the guys that we have and and just giving more options there. So overall, right. I would I would sign up for this draft today. I I think there's going to be some trades that we don't know about yet, but overall, pretty satisfied. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Dean. Um, three hog mollies. That that's number one. You, we got three guys in the trenches. I think that helps Rashad White. Um, mm-hmm. It helps Josh Allen get to his third read. So that's that's awesome. We probably got a lesser known. Uh, wide receiver but one that can stretch the field mm-hmm. and another thing i liked was that we hit all of them were either a plus 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 interviews or a plus plus interviews so mm-hmm. that would be uh, those would be the things that i like the most high character, character high character guys that are going to fit in with with the merry band that we have at one bills drive so you think they're going to fit in right in this locker room yeah. i i love it yeah i yeah. really do that's what I was listening for when I listened to 700 interviews. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of what's available. Right. Well, anyways, guys, that was a great episode. And, you know, Dean, thank you so much for being a part of this. Why don't you tell the viewers and listeners where they can find you and your work and your crazy mad scientists like? Well, the, e- the easiest way is is my, my – uh, my at, at TC Bills Astro right there uh-huh. um, at on Twitter because I spend most of my life on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Just ask my wife. And <laughs> um, we uh, the other place is buffalofambase.com with the M, fambase. Right. And um, um, I'm writing stuff there. Um, but you know, ask me nicely, and uh, and if you if you've got to this part of the uh, podcast. Ask me nicely. I'll probably share my spreadsheets with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're absolutely useless after Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much for doing this, Andrew. No, no, thank you for being a part of our of our podcast. And that being said, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and review our podcast. It means the world to us. And you can always find us on most social media and podcasting platforms. And even on YouTube by searching up the Wandering Buffalo podcast. You can find me by searching up Two Changs. Justin, where can the people find you? You can still find me at JGods22. And as always, Go, go Bills! Bills.